all the politicians are coming out saying everything's fine nothing to see here you know we're going to take care of all this the reality is it's showing that the fed's approach to fighting inflation by increasing the fed fund rate is having an impact on the overall health of the financial system Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and today I'm here with David Robinson, and we are going to talk about the SVB bank collapse. So if you've been paying any attention um, in the past couple of weeks, you know that this was a huge uh, economical, like, just bad thing, I guess, that happened. And um, how does it affect real estate? So that's what we're going to talk about. David, do you want to kick it off? Yeah. So just to give a brief summary of what went down in case you're hiding under a rock, under a rock somewhere. Um, the Basically, what's happened is the Fed, as inflation has been running rampant, the Feds have been trying to tamper down inflation by raising the Fed fund rate, which in turn... Um, has a, a ripple effect across many different facets of the economy. Um, in this particular case, it puts stress, and I'm not going to go into the details of, of exactly why uh, SVB ultimately found themselves in a, in a predicament, but ultimately they um, it puts stress on how they had invested their money that, uh, from the depositors that had deposited money ultimately causing a run on the bank and the bank to collapse. And how will that impact investors? Well, and, and the, the what it does cause is it shows a crack in our financial system. As much as all the politicians are coming out saying, everything's fine, nothing to see here, you know, we're going to take care of all this. The reality is it's showing that the Fed's approach to fighting inflation by increasing the Fed fund rate is having an impact on the overall health of the financial system. And what that's going to do is put the Feds in a very difficult predicament, meaning they're trying to fight inflation by continuing to rise or continuing to increase interest rates. And they've verbally committed to continuing to raise interest rates. Uh, to a point where inflation gets under control. Well, by doing so, it's going to continue to have a negative impact on the economy. And ultimately, the Fed is going to have to make a decision if they can continue to uh, increase interest rates uh, or uh, and, and let the economy break to a certain point, or if they're going to let off the gas of those Fed fund rate hikes and let the uh, inflation continue to run hot. And what that does for us as real estate investors is make financing difficult. Uh, ultimately, that's the biggest challenge that we face in the market today is getting financing with interest rates that are high, lenders that are being more careful, lenders that are a little bit concerned about their balance sheets and making good deals in this state of uncertainty. And so financing will continue to be a challenge moving forward, and it'll ultimately come down to the strategy that the feds uh, continue to employ. Yeah. And financing not only for a new property is going to be more difficult, but like cash out refinances or HELOCs are going to be immensely more <laughs> difficult because those are um, kind of can be looked at as like speculative to banks, especially with uh, real estate 
decreasing, you know, a few percent um, so far this year. With banks, a lot of people don't realize this, but the FDIC, which is the federal, it's a, after the great recession, I learned this in history in high school. So I'm going to try to refresh my brain. Um, after the great, not the great recession, the great depression, the great depression started from a bank run. Okay. So all these people went into the bank. They're like, I need my money. And it started this kind of what happened at SVB. Yeah. It's a, um, the exact same thing a spiral. Yeah. So everyone's like, we need to go get our money out of the bank. They all go to the bank. They get their money out. All of a sudden the bank has no money and they had all this money invested in uh, stocks or whatever it is. And they weren't able to pay the people back and boom, the great depression. Okay. And so after that, the, the feds came in, they're like, we're going to create this insurance so that anything you put in the bank up to 250,000 is insured. That way people have faith and a bank run won't happen anymore. So you are insured to up to 250,000 in a bank account. Um, and check with the bank account that makes sure they're FDIC insured. Um, so if something like that does happen, they will get you your money back. So with SVB, only 97, only 3% of people in SVB had less than $250,000 in their bank account. And so that's why the bank run happened because they needed to get their money out because it wasn't insured. And so everyone was running like, and you have the same exact problem as we had so many years ago. And um, it's because it's it wasn't insured to that point. And obviously their business is, and it's probably different than an individual because the business needs a lot more money um, to run. And so, I mean, I'm not an expert in this, but obviously businesses should have a higher insurance ceiling. Um, that's another That's another story. But how can you protect yourself is to make sure that you don't have more than that in a particular bank account and make sure that you really are um, doing research into the banks you are putting your money into and making sure that they're FDIC insured and that nothing sketchy is going on, um, you know, as as far as you can tell. So, David. Yeah, I would say, you know, there's a few strategies. I think people will look back on this moment and the landscape of how we bank will change. It seems obvious that you shouldn't have 250, more than $250,000 in any one account, but you had some of these companies that had millions and millions of dollars in one account, one operating account for their business. So I think it's going to be pretty clear that that's a bad strategy moving forward. And I think most people will um, develop a system to make sure that their money is spread out over multiple banks. And I've even heard, I haven't dealt with this personally, but I've got business owners. And Jocelyn, you mentioned this before we started recording, that there are uh, there are ways for a bank to take your deposits. You have one account with that bank, but then that bank is able to spread those deposits out uh, among other banks so that you're covered across $250,000 across all the different deposits. So um, there are some strategies out there. So if you are someone that's in that situation that has more than $250,000 in one account, obviously look to spread that out. Yeah. And it's easy to get complacent, especially if you have that much money. <laughs> it's easy to be like, oh, it's fine. I trust this bank. You know, and most of the people that had money in that bank 
probably thought that way. And it just was more convenient to keep it in one bank than find alternative options. And so um, just find alternative options and do your research. Um, Banks do collapse all the time. Like banks go under all the time and the FDIC will shut the doors, go in and fix it. And then you don't even know that it happened. So this happens all the time. We just don't really know about it because it hasn't been this crazy. And it, and it hasn't been as big of banks. There's smaller regional banks where SBB was, uh, I think it was either the 16th or the 18th largest bank in the country. Um, you know, not well known in my world, but in the tech space, it was very well known. I, I talked with a friend literally on Sunday who had a, he runs a biotech startup um, and had all of his operating funds in one account with SVB. And he wasn't, he was, he wasn't going to be able to make payroll um, the following week. Uh, luckily he got bailed out um, and they, they've been able to do so, but yeah, pretty scary times. Yeah. And I think it's just look at your own finance. Like I challenge everyone to go and look at their own financial situation and just make sure you're protected. Make sure the bank you have your money in um, is FDIC insured. And if if you do eventually have more than 250000 in your bank account, which I hope all of you do, then go open up another bank account. So, or find, just don't leave it. Just don't get lazy when, when you get to that point. Make sure that you're you're protected. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.